0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the propswap app. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment, straight to your door via drizzly or instacart by going to slash SGP. That's slash SGP. And we're brought to you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure to download the SCP and app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, joining you from the northeast coast of England in Newcastle upon Tyne, and from, I have just learned, Maryland, in fact, from New Jersey, but in Maryland, uh, is Mr. Dylan Rockford. Dylan, good evening slash afternoon. How are you?
1: Uh, Yes, Malcolm, how are you? Great to be with you today. It's beautiful here on the northeast. I wonder how the weather is over across the pond by you, but... Uh, today's going good so far. I cashed my first ticket on Red Sox Tigers under nine and a half. So we're looking to stay hot today. Got, can't wait to break down these games with you.
0: Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, last night was a tricky one. Uh, before yeah. we uh dive straight into uh the Wednesday night uh, or the Wednesday afternoon, there's quite a lot of day games actually. So the Wednesday slate uh, is what we're going to look at, Dylan. But the um, the Monday. Uh, podcast you did with Moonaf, uh, and it was a uh, yeah 50, Actually, you came out of it okay. We'll get Moonaf out of the way first. Moonaf had the um it was it was a hard night. There was a lot of uh, a lot of bets went yeah. down. It was the the first kind of contrarian night maybe of the MLB season on night five or six, whatever it was. Uh, Moonaf took the brews there, the Milwaukee Brewers, um on the money line to beat the Orioles, and the Orioles turned them over two nil. And he also took the Rays on the run line. Well, uh, I see Louis Patino got injured pretty much straight away. And then it's his name, Wazer or something, the Rays relief pitcher who came in and gave up uh, a million runs. And that was the end of that. So, I mean, it does go down as a loser. But if your pitcher gets injured, it's, it's unlucky. It's a bad beat. Um, you took the Mets and the Phillies, uh, yep. the under nine and a half, which was a bit of a... A bit of a, bit of a because sweat. Really,
1: yeah,
0: it should have been a comfortable cash, and then the Mets did what the Mets always do uh, and let uh, the opposition in. Yeah. Um. So that finished five four. So you cashed it anyway. And then a great pick, uh, Dylan, was the Blue Jays minus one hundred three. Who got that nice three to nothing win over the Yankees? So uh, two and two overall. But you can hold your head up high. Uh, you went double bubble with two and zero.
1: Yeah, uh, on the show plays, I did pretty well. Got 2-0, and oh, like you said, dog of the day, cash, lock of the day, cashes as well. But overall, not a good night, 4-6. and six. Started out 0-4. Oh I didn't think I was going to win a bet. The, the Orioles shut out the Brewers. You had Boston losing to the Tigers. Uh, the Rangers, who I almost made my lock of the night, they lose to the Rockies. Just keep winning, finding ways to win. So, <laughs> tough night, but glad to get the two wins uh, on the show.
0: I'm still in shock from. Uh, uh, I'm reeling from the Colorado Texas because we. <laughs> we backed, oh my goodness, we backed Texas team total over four and a half. Um, oh. Yeah, and yeah, I was I was dying to go to bed, um, and they didn't score early, and then they just started creeping the way back into it. Rockies got in front, <laughs> um, and then Adolis Garcia had a little uh, a little two RBI hit. And they got to four, and then all of a sudden, the Rockies hit a run in the top of the ninth, and it looked like that would be it. And then with two outs, uh, was it Mm -hmm. Willie Calhoun? Yeah. Uh, Willie Calhoun hit a bomb. So we thought, oh, brilliant. You get to extra innings, you've got a massive chance. And I was still desperate to go to bed. You lot were telling me to go to bed. And I thought, okay, I'll go to bed. I'll put my little headphone in my ear like I always do, and I'll listen to the radio call. Uh, And then I must have dropped off to sleep, and I just woke up to hear the commentator say, and that's the end of the game on a reviewed slide into second base. And the Rockies win five to four. And I thought, oh, yeah. my, what's going on here? And then I watched. So I, I didn't know if it was a fever dream. I woke up this morning and I thought, I must have dreamt that. I thought, I've definitely cashed. So I woke up <laughs> to find no money in my account and half of Twitter complaining about this call. Um, I've since watched the call. And it I, I don't really know what to make of it, but that was the first real bad beat of the season. That was a heartbreaker for me. When I when I logged into yeah. the account to see the old zero pounds there this morning when I was expecting <laughs> about 45, that was very disappointing, let me tell you.
1: Yeah, I saw the play and I, I disagree. I think that's a really bad beat for you, especially the over four and a half where the guy on the bad throw winds up scoring and you cashing your ticket. And I was honestly hoping for continuation because I had Rangers money line, but I didn't really think he slid too hard into second. I, I mean, I growing up, I was playing baseball and I was taught you go into the base aggressive, not cleats up, and I don't think he went cleats up. So I don't know. I thought that was a bad call, but I think we're due for a couple more bad calls throughout the year.
0: Yeah. So that yeah, that was a horrible one, but we were due one. We I think me and Noah talked last night that. Um, we'd cashed D D-backs dog one day last week, which we had no right yeah. to cash at all. So uh, swings and roundabouts, the, the gambling gods were against us last night. Um, yeah. So we're going to go into the, the Wednesday slate of games. Um, there are a lot of afternoon games. Um, again, I, we talked last night with Noah and said that this is the second time round now, for a lot of these SP1s, a lot of the star guys are coming out. Um, today's games are quite a lot of either the fifth starters, a guys you've never yeah. heard of, um, or the second time round for the for the uh, stud pitchers. And this is a fairly similar fairly similar slate of games. So uh, we'll start from the top down. We, we'll go chronologically. Uh, let me just get off today's scores and on to tomorrow's. Um, so first of tomorrow is the... Nationals at the Braves, uh, which is yep. a twelve twenty. That is an early start, isn't it? Ooh, that's great yeah, for me. Yeah, twelve twenty,
1: especially on the East Coast.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's brilliant for me. I will get, uh, I get load of uh, fun day baseball. I won't have to be staying up till one o'clock in the morning to lose my money. I can do it. At, uh, <laughs> I, I can do it. I can do it in the early afternoon and have the pleasure of it. So, um. Yeah, the Nats at the Braves, uh, it is Josiah Gray, uh, Mm -hmm. who goes for Washington, and Max Freed, the stud for the Atlanta Braves. And if I can get some lines up for us, I have the Nationals at plus 177, Atlanta at minus 210, and the over or under is at nine. Um, Josiah Gray pitched last week against the Mets, Uh, Four innings, eight hits, and four earned runs. Um, Max Freed was disappointing last week. There's no other way to put it uh, against Cincinnati. Uh, 5.2 innings pitched, eight hits in that spell, and five earned runs. Um, Neither side are really firing yet. Um, The Nationals are kind of who they thought we were. They're not great, but um, Atlanta haven't scored many runs there's been a bit of talk about Atlanta today, actually. Munaf was actively uh, asking us earlier on to talk him off a ledge from uh, back in Atlanta. And I was trying to play devil's advocate and in, in, in try and give him some reasons not to back him. And match what I don't think you can back the Braves at minus 210. It's not the sort of pick no. we, we would give out anyway. But you wouldn't be backing them at minus 210. They've just been unconvinced. They haven't scored many runs. they scored... What I think I said 17 in five games, so 3.4. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to, you'd need to see, I'd want to see you bounce back from Freed. Um, obviously, Josiah Gray isn't a stellar pitcher, but I just couldn't, <laughs> I, I couldn't, uh, as much as I don't like giving a no bet, this is one of the rare occasions where I just couldn't come up with anything, Dylan. So, uh, did you, did anything jump out to you when you looked to handicap this?
1: Uh yeah, I, I hate to be on the same side, but I have no action on this game either. There's no oh, value. No. I can't. I'm seeing. I'm seeing 195 on the Braves. I, I needed at least a minus 125. I, I mean, maybe there's a little value on the on uh, the Braves run line. You, you've got to figure they're going to come out swinging after yeah. getting embarrassed. And so I want to see what they do today, but. As for the total, there's really no action e- either. My my line is 8.9, so it's right at the number. Right, I think it, the yeah. numbers are accurate. So uh, if I did have a play, I would lean Braves run line. You got to figure, like you said, Freed's going to come out and he has to make a good performance because if he doesn't, then it's starting to be a little worrisome, especially for the Braves, defending champs. So. I think they come out at home. I think they give a good performance. So if I had a lean, I would take the Braves on the run line.
0: Okay. So yeah, not much uh, jumping off the page there for us. Next up, we have Cleveland at Mm -hmm. Cincinnati. Now when I handicapped this earlier on, there was no slated starter for the Cincinnati That has changed, uh, but I didn't have much of a handicap on on the game as a result. What did, did, do you have a pitcher? No, do you because no
1: pitcher? uh last time I looked while I was handicapping about 20-30 minutes before we jumped on, there was still no pitcher for the Reds. Uh All right, well, who is pitching now? Uh well,
0: I don't know how accurate my information is. Uh I've got uh, Nick Lodolo is my the answer. Mm. You know anything about this okay. fella? Because I don't. No. No, uh, not really. Tristan, t- Tristan McKenzie um yeah. is going for Cleveland. Uh he pitched last week at Kansas. Three innings just. Uh, two hits and two earned runs. Only the one strikeout. Yeah, and Lodolo, who um, will be making his season debut. Odds-wise, um, I've got the Cleveland Guardians at plus 110 and Cincinnati at minus 130 with an overall under of 10. Um, again, without looking into Lodolo too much, so I can't give too strong a lean. The over is plausible because Cleveland, both sides actually been hitting okay. Uh, Cleveland have been a little bit more sprightly than a lot of people gave them credit for. Uh, They've been going along quite steadily so far this season. Both teams are only two and two, uh, but the Guardians have certainly been competitive. Um, In terms of that, though, it's too tight. And like I say, I didn't have, I have to try and handicap early. Uh, We're trying to get this out overnight. So this does happen sometimes. Um, Yeah, and without the Cincinnati pitcher, uh, I was struggling to handicap it. So did you have any any strong thoughts either on Tristan Please. McKenzie or either of these sites?
1: Uh, I don't know really much about the pitcher that you mentioned that's starting for the Reds. The Reds are, I mean, the books are favoriting them. They're a minus 128 favorite. My total on the game is 9.7, so at a 9.5. I would side with you. I would lean over there. Um, and like you said, Tristan McKenzie, he didn't really have the best outing his first star. He only lasted three innings, but I think you made the best point. The the bats have been alive. And, and I don't think anyone really accredited the guardians to being a team that could score consistently four or five runs. Like they put a, f- a couple touchdowns up last uh, two days ago. So I think the bats have been alive. Uh, they're up for nothing right now against the Reds. So yeah, I would lean over with you as well, especially at a 9.5, but at a 10, that's my buyback. I would kind of lean under at 10.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Ladolo is a 24-year-old prospect, um, the number 42 overall prospect, according to MLB.com, uh, in the same kind of pitching class as, uh, as the, the other young lads in that Reds rotation there, uh, Reva, San Martin, and Hunter Green. Um, so, yeah, quite a highly, highly thought of um, lefty. Um, he had a 2.31 ERA with a 0.97 whip uh, in 50 innings in double A AA and triple A last year. So yeah, we we uh we, we normally mention that we've done okay following rookies in their first start. Um there's not often um a lot of okay. video on them. So uh, Cleveland won't necessarily know what to expect. So yeah, again it it, it possibly a no bet, but you, you might get some runs out of both both these sides. So uh interesting game there. But uh, we can move maybe on. Maybe you so look uh
1: maybe you look at Guardian's team total if it's at four and a half they've been scoring consistently through the past three, four games, four or five runs. So maybe look over that if you don't want to touch the full game over.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I like that. Um, next up, we have the Chicago Cubs um, at the Pittsburgh Pirates, which is uh, 12.35 Eastern uh, first pitch. It's another early start. I'm buzzing about this. I didn't realise these these games were so early. I can, uh, yeah. I can get a load of DFS lineups. On etc. Um, Kyle Hendricks goes for uh, the Chicago Cubs, and Zach Thompson goes for the Pirates. Uh, I have the Ch- Cubs at minus one thirty-two, uh, Pittsburgh at plus one twelve, with an overall under of eight point five. Um, Hendricks and Zach Thompson. Um, Hendricks pitched last week, opening day was really good. Uh, 5.1 innings, uh, five hits, and only one earned with seven strikeouts. Um, we wanted a bounce back from Hendricks, and we got one. Uh, Zach Thompson, uh, his first appearance of the season will be tomorrow. Uh, three and seven last year. Um, but he pitched with 3.24 ERA, which is okay. Uh, he did have 14 starts, so I let you uh, handicap this one first, Dylan um
1: how yeah you i that? like i like the cubs on the money line i got them at minus 128 i like them up to like a i set the line at mine for cubs minus 133 so if you could try to stay underneath that i like i, I think there's value in the clubs i love Hendricks, and that's what i was trying to see out of him he didn't really have the best season last year and i, I faded him the first game of the year that he got to start and he made a fool out of me so i'm not going to fade him again. Uh, I know they're on the road, but I think we're getting a discounted rate with the better team, the better pitchers. So I'm going to be on the Cubs on the money line in this one.
0: Well, yeah, yeah I was the opposite. I was hopeful that Hendricks could bounce back because yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd seen enough of him and he's an easy guy to root for, just being a little yeah. bit different. Um, I was... Looking at the Cubs money line, but I was I was, I was sweet on it in actually tonight's game. On last night's podcast, I gave it out and uh mm. and Noah was telling me all about the 412. I don't know if you know about this. Um that the it's the, the Pittsburgh games, Day. Yeah, all of that 412 first yeah. pitch, 412 area code, the yeah, 12th of April today, etc. Um, so he was good. I think he did lock up the pirates actually, and I took the cubs. Um, so I wanted to do something a bit different. I like, and I just thought that I think Hendricks will go well again. But Zach Thompson, to me, looks relatively serviceable. Those stats are OK. Um, so with neither, I think the Cubs might still be missing Ian Happ, um, who's mm-hmm. quite the key man in their lineup Uh, And the Pirates, but still haven't really got going. Um, so I, let, I went for a first five under. I think this could be a, quite a slow burner, this one. I think both pitchers can go well early. Uh, so that is where I got down for that one. Uh, next up. The Boston Red Sox uh, at the Detroit Tigers, they have finished already today. Uh, the Red Sox came from behind to win that one 5-3. to three. Uh, Nathan Yavaldi goes for the Red Sox and E-Rod goes for the Detroit Tigers. Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, I have lines of... Hang on, let me tell you what time that is as well. That's a one ten Eastern uh, first pitch. And the lines are... Uh, I've only got money lines for this one. Boston at minus one fourteen, and Detroit at plus one hundred. I have no run line. Um, you go again, Dylan. You're Rob. This is a this is a good pitching matchup.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But it's just another game where I just don't see much value on either side. But with the total. I am seeing some eights over there at DraftKings. So if you're able to get that, I would go over that. I set my total at 8.4. Both teams, they've been able to score some runs. Tigers, they've been resilient, especially at home, fighting back, scoring some runs. And the Red Sox, they've been just as good scoring runs at Yankee Stadium and at Comerical Park in Detroit. So if you're able to snag an eight, I do like the eight over.
0: Actually, looking at the bottom of my notes here, this these lines on tally site must have changed because my pick is over eight. So these the, there must have been a line there must have been a line up earlier on, which is since maybe someone's watching me write these notes down, Dylan. Adjusting <laughs> these lines accordingly. They're onto us, the uh, men in black or somebody. Um so yeah, I was exactly <laughs> the same as you. Um not that I don't trust either picture. Uh but uh, I think the Red Sox bullpen uh, is still a little bit vulnerable. Actually, I think did okay today. Um, Garrett Whitlock, I think, picked up the, the win for them um, because they were 3-0 down when Rich Hill eventually got knocked out that game. So uh, that actually might help us out tomorrow if they've used... If they've used I haven't seen the box score, uh, but in fact, they have used a couple of long relief guys today, uh, then that might just help the Tigers score some runs later tomorrow mm-hmm. and help us cash that over eight. Uh, next up, we have the LA Dodgers hit the Minnesota Twins, which is a 1-10 Eastern first pitch. Clayton Kershaw gets his first action uh, of the season for the Dodgers. And Chris Paddock gets his first action of the season for the Twins. uh, Paddock obviously come across from the Padres in the off-season. And I have some lines of... uh, Lad. Uh LA Dodgers are minus 165 and the Minnesota Tunes are plus 145. Over, under is eight and a half. Um, Kershaw, you know what you're getting, or hopefully you know what you're getting. I do think he's going to have a really good season. Um, I'm excited to yeah. see what he does. He was 10-8 last year. Um, record doesn't really be that 3.55 ERA and an outstanding whip of 1.02. Um Chris Paddock, kind of the opposite, seven and seven with a five point zero seven ERA. Um the Dodgers need to start gaining some momentum. They've had a pretty fragmented start of the season. Um tomorrow looks like a great opportunity for them to start getting that momentum against Paddock. Paddock is a bounce-back candidate. He's had a, he had a couple of good seasons uh, before that kind of horror show last year. Um this was hard for me. I took the Dodgers on the run line. I do think mm. I mean, this lineup will start clicking. And I don't want to be mean to Chris Paddock. I'm sure he's a lovely man. <laughs> uh, but the Dodgers, the Dodgers could put up enough runs tomorrow, maybe seven or eight. Uh and yeah, I think I was struggling to find an angle in, and that to make seem the most likely angle. Uh, was the Dodgers on the run line at minus one point five, which is a minus one ten shot. Uh, Dylan, what do you think?
1: Yeah, this is another game where I got to see where the money comes in because at these prices, I don't want anything to do with either side. Uh, I do see a 9 popping up on win bet at minus 115 at a 9. So I have my line at 8.4 because I do expect Paddock will have another bounce back. But, I mean, both both pitches are making um, – no, no, not both pitchers. But I do like the, the under at 9. I, I just got to see – I got to see it from uh, Kershaw. It's his first debut, and I, I just got to see it. I-, I think that the Dodgers do need this game a little more, which is why I kind of like the run line. But if anything, if I had a play, I would bank on Kershaw and Pag to have a duel. Maybe you want to look first five under, but I think, yeah, both pitchers are actually, let me correct myself, both pitchers are actually making their first start. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe you want to look for a first five under or total game under that. That's that would be my angle for this game. But if money does keep coming in on the Dodgers, I could see myself on the twins plus one and a half. If it gets up to if it gets to like a minus 110, minus 115, I could see myself on the twins. Yeah, that's
0: fair enough, Dylan. If you're, um, if you're look, if you think Paddock is going to. Is going to bounce back and we have some faith in Paddock. So, yeah, uh, that you're just picking picking your poison there, which is perfectly acceptable. Um, Winbet uh, is a title sponsor of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Um, they've currently got a $10 to win $200 promotion. Uh, $10 bet qualifies you for up to 200 bucks in free bets. Plus, the Winbet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus, up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the Win's Own Build Your Own Bet feature. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit WynNBet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where you play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Next up, we have the Kansas City Royals and the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, this was a pitching change. Um, so I sort of handicapped this uh, game a little bit last night. Um, we ended up with quite a few pitching changes on tonight's card, unfortunately, from the games we handicapped last night. Uh, one of them was Zach Greinke. I, I handicapped him last night. The Royals changed around their pitch and I think Daniel Lynch has ended up going for them tonight. Uh, so it's Zach Greinke. Uh, For the Royals, who got the opening day start for them, and the Cards' opening day starter, who was Adam Wainwright, goes for uh, St. Louis. The lines are Casey are plus one thirty-five on the money line. St. Louis are minus one fifty-five. An over or under of eight. Zach Greinke pitched well last week. If if you listen to the podcast today, uh, I'm going to say the exact same things here. So go and go and have (laughs) go make a cup of tea. Uh, Five point two innings pitched, five hits, one earned run uh, against Cleveland. And I said last night, I think that's his stat line. He could he could picture that stat line every game. Thirty two starts this season. I think that's what you're going to get out of Zach Greinke, um, which is absolutely fine. Um, Adam Wainwright. I, th- I kind of faded him a little bit, and he was—he was actually mm-hmm. rock solid. Uh, he was—he was good last week. He, get, he scattered five hits over six innings, no earned runs. Uh, I will add the caveat: it was against Pittsburgh. Um, so, I, I took the uh, Royals yesterday um, as a dog. Uh, we, in fact, me and Noah both like Royals with plus two hundred. Um, mm. I know, yeah. Against, uh, I can't remember now who was pitching. Oh, it was um, Aaron Hicks. That's what we sort mm. of feared at this this kind of bullpen game, or or maybe the three or four innings that Aaron Hicks is going to pitch. We weren't sure about that, so we we took the uh, the Royals at plus two hundred yesterday. Um, I'm going to make a slight adjustment to that with my pick today. I'm going to take the Royals on the run line. I think this will stay relatively close. Uh, so the Royals plus one point five. Um, was minus 130. Uh, so, yeah, a little adjustment. Um still t- happy to take Greinke, uh, but just a, a little adjustment with Wainwright uh, instead of Hicks on the hill uh, tomorrow for St. Louis. So where did you get with this one, Dylan?
1: Yeah, I agree, Malcolm. I see value in the dog here with the Royals. Uh, I have the Cardinals' favored, but only to a minus 126. And when the lines opened, I was able nice. to get a plus 140 with the Royals at win bet. So I'll take a swing just on a pure value standpoint. I think both teams are trotting out great pitchers. I was in the same line. I kind of dated Wainwright, proved us all wrong. Granted, it was against the Pirates, but uh, Granky, he looked a little better, I thought, against the better team in the Guardians. So I like what I'm seeing from him, and I'll take a shot at the dog. At plus 140, I'll go with the Royals. I almost said Mariners.
0: Now, this is the second podcast running, Dylan, where and you were landed quite a lot on the same page. Uh, and I think we did all right uh, with our yeah. of the night. So, fingers crossed, uh, we can back it up with this. Uh, next up, we have Houston Astros at the Arizona Diamondbacks, which is a 3.40 Eastern. Um, now, earlier on, I had Framba Valdez pitching for the Astros. Uh, that's now changed to a TBD. Um, do you... Do you have a picture? I I uh, have
1: a Bramber Valdez.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm happy with that, actually. I've I've just checked, looking at Fantasy Pros as well. Um, And yeah, yeah, so Framber Valdez goes uh, for the Houston Astros. Merrill Kelly goes for the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. The lines are Houston at minus 150, Arizona plus 130. Overall under nine is at uh, the, sorry, the, the over under is set at nine. Uh, Dylan, what do you think about this game?
1: Uh, I hate to do it, but it's another game where I don't really have a play. No, um, No lineup for the first fives yet, but if you're able to get a first five under four and a half, again, I would take the under, like you mentioned, Valdez, Kelly. They both had good starts, struck out a few batters, both ground ball pitchers. And I think we see a low scoring game, especially early on when these uh, starters are out there through the first four or five innings. So I would wait in a C, but right now it's either the first five under four and a half or it's the under for the game because I have it at 8.6. So you're saying you see a nine. I would go under that as well.
0: Um, yeah, Valdez pitched well uh, against the Angels. Last week, mm-hmm. six point two innings, uh, only allowed two hits over that. Uh, Meryl Kelly, uh, I quite like Meryl Kelly. Um, he did okay um, last week against the Padres. Uh, four yeah. innings pitched, um, four hits, no one, and struck out seven as well. Um, I uh, so yeah, I was hoping for a good start from Mel- Meryl Kelly and got one. Um, however, the the Diamondbacks' pitching's it's a little bit muddled up at the moment. Zach Gallen, I think, was taking off his start tonight. Um. He we handicapped Zach Gallon last night and then he's disappeared. Um it, I, th- I can't remember who they brought in. Luke Weaver, maybe pitched. so um mm. uh so yeah, I'm not sure about what they're doing with they, they seem to have picked up a couple of injuries in the in the bullpen. It just seems a little bit mixed up uh over there at the team. And I was quite positive about them at the start of the season. That positivity is slightly draining. Uh the bats have disappointed me a little bit. Um Houston are just a... A considerably better team. You mentioned it earlier on, getting value on the better team. Um, You don't have to be big or clever to do it, uh, but there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, and the Houston run line of plus 105, I think they're um, more than one and a half runs better than the Diamondbacks a lot of the yeah. time. Uh, and I think they will be tomorrow. I like it. Okay, good. Co-signed. Cool, um, next up, we have gone to. Do you know why I paused there? I forgot you would let you handicap first. I was expecting you to handicap <laughs> again. So, <laughs> and then you just looked at me. You gave me the thousand yard stare. And I thought, oh, yeah. It was my daughter walk through and was doing a ridiculous dance in front of me, uh, which slightly distracted me. Uh, next up, <laughs> San Diego Padres, <coughs> excuse me, um, at the San Francisco Giants, which is a 345 Eastern first pitch. Sean Manaya. Uh, goes for San Diego and Logan Webb goes for San Francisco so another good pitching matchup here a really tight one this um, these two sides are they're not going to be separated by much I think uh, whenever they face each other this season a fairly evenly matched San Diego plus 105 on the money line San Francisco minus 120 uh, over or under of seven and a half so a low one there um Sean I was great last week. He was probably um, the best of all the uh, pitchers who'd been traded or who were making first starts for a new team. Um, seven innings pitched, uh, no hits. He took a no-hitter into the seventh. Uh, it was seven strikeouts against the D-backs. Uh, Logan Webb pitched six innings against Miami, uh, five hits and gave up one earned run. Uh, neither side's bats have clicked fully. And you've got two good pictures on the mound, hence the seven and a half. Now, um, I wanted to take the under because everything points to the under, but I, I really would struggle. That's a I don't know if seven and a half I could get to. I think an eight probably in any game, um, as low as I could take it. So this was going to be one of those rare occasions. This is going to be my second uh, no bet of the day. I just I just couldn't I, I couldn't get anywhere with this Dylan at all. I couldn't find an angle at all. Uh, did you get one?
1: Yeah, I would actually lean under the total. I have set for this game is 7.2, so I see a slight edge to the under, but you're right, taking a 7.5 is very risky. Uh, I would wait because the, over, the juice is minus 120, so we might see some 8 soon, but I would wait on that. But I do like a side. I'm going to take the uh, Giants. I got them when the line opened up at minus 107. Like you mentioned, it's minus 120 over at Wayne Bet. Um, but yeah, I like the Giants up to a minus one thirty-five. I, I like uh, the pitching matchup here. Logan Webb at home. Sean like you said, he had a really good start in his first game with the against the Padres. Um, at home, I just think the Giants, since dropping the first few games, I think they're they need this game a little more. I like that. I still am on the Giants. I think they'll be very competitive this year. But with all the guys that they lost, you're starting to see that with their lineup, they're just not producing as many runs as they did last year. So I'm, I'm banking on Web to have another solid performance. And I'm banking on the Giants desperately needing this win, especially in division. So give me the Giants with the short price at minus 120.
0: OK, nice. Uh, taking a side there, Dylan. Um NBA Playoffs, just around the corner. I'm sure a lot of you listen to the NBA Gambling Podcast with uh, Moonaf of this parish, uh, who is on there as well. Um, Just in time for the NBA Playoffs, SGPN is giving away $500 in their bracket challenge. Uh, Completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash NBA Playoffs or hit the contest link in the SGPN app for your chance to win $500. Okay, Dylan. We will move on to before uh, we Open before days. we move
1: on. We we, yeah, m- on, we Dylan, missed what one. What did we miss? We missed uh, Mets at Phillies at one one o five.
0: Oh, do you know? I'll tell you why, Dylan. Now you're a Mets fan, aren't you? So yes, um, yeah. Well, uh, in my lean. If someone pushes me for an answer, I will answer New York Mets. So when you click on the when you join the app. You have to put in which team you follow, and they always put their scores at the top of the list. So when I do these chronologically, I always forget the Mets. I think I'll put them in when it's time, and then I forget to put them in when it's time. So I handicap that. You often find me, I handicap Mets and Phillies last because I've just clean forgot because I start doing them that way. And that is why. okay, right. We will jump to the Mets and the Phillies then, um, which is on the top of my page. And you're right. It is a 1.05 pm Eastern uh, start time. Uh, we're back to the stunts again, uh, or at least one of them. Uh, Max Scherzer mm-hmm. goes uh, for the New York Mets and Aaron Nola goes uh, for Philadelphia. Um, I'm going to have to see. I'm all over the place. I'm going to have to scroll back up to find these lines here. You've knocked me all out of sync, Dylan.
1: You want me um, to go first?
0: Have you, have you got the lines in front of you?
1: Yeah, I do. It's uh, right now. The Phillies are a minus one seventeen favorite. Over under is around eight and a half. And run lines: uh, Phillies minus one and a half is at plus one fifty five, while Mets run- giving a run and a half is at minus one ninety.
0: Okie doke, and uh, you can lead off with the handicap as well, Dylan.
1: Yeah, you're giving me Max Scherzer at plus money. I'm going to take that all day. It might, you might, it might be biased, but I'm also going to look at Mets' first five. They, the lines haven't come out, but if the Mets are getting a half a run on uh, first five, I'm going to take that as well. Um, Aaron Nola is good, don't get me wrong, but I don't think he had the best opening day start against the A's. He gave up two home runs, four, uh, two home runs and four runs, and I think the Mets are getting a little disrespected in this spot considering Max Scherzer a future hall of famer on the bump. I know they're on the road and the Mets blew it, but I, I just can't see them doing that in this spot, especially when one of their aces is on the mound. So give me the plus money with the Mets.
0: Yeah. You're right. You're not often going to see uh, plus money about matches. Um, both these pitchers had similar stat lines, actually. Uh, Shears are pitched six innings. They both pitched six innings, three hits, four hits, um, three earned for a four earned for Nola, seven Ks for Scherzer, seven uh, six Ks for Scherzer, seven Ks uh, for Nola. And there were similar start lines against bad teams. a pitched against Washington, uh, Nola pitched against Oakland, which you keep saying is almost a minor league uh, lineup. <laughs> I think the um, those starts maybe should have settled these two pitches down. Uh, they just about managed the under yesterday as we talked about at the top of the show that nine and a half it landed on nine but it should have been considerable you know it should have been really six or seven uh, apart from the Mets blew it up later on um, so similar similarly I think the, both pitches will go a little bit better and I was happy to take the under nine and a half again uh, at minus at 105 that was my pick for that game
1: yeah, I like um, that. I set, I set my line at 7.2, even at like a nine, eight and a half. I, I love the under again.
0: Uh, next, we will go to that game, the Auckland Athletics um, at the Tampa Bay Rays. At 6.40pm, Eastern first pitch there. Uh, Frankie Montas on the hill for Auckland and Shane McClanahan goes for the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, Auckland plus 157. Tampa Bay at minus 185. Another seven and a half here on the over-under. So a really low yeah. um run line. Now, now I think that must have moved, I think, a little bit uh from when I looked earlier on because that that's jumping off the page to me. Now the first time I've seen that, that's making my eyes pop out. Um Montas pitched against the Phillies last week, pitched five innings, six hits, five earned runs, six strikeouts, and um McLanahan pitched against Baltimore. I uh, didn't go too deep into the game. Uh only 4.1 innings. Um no earned runs, four hits and seven strikeouts. Um now the Rays are going to be slightly discombobulated by what happened to them yesterday. Lewis Patino went out uh, really early in the game. Really disappointing actually. I don't actually know what the what the longer term uh, prognosis is on Patino, but after that the game just got away really quickly and they ended up losing uh, double digits, something. Um, so the, the Rays are going to want McLanahan. My, my reading of this was, uh, whether he can or not is a different yeah. story. So the, the Rays are going to want McLanahan to go a little bit deeper into this game because okay, they'll have to do some bullpen management. I don't know obviously what's going to happen in tonight's game, uh, but I think they'll be slightly rattled by what happened to, uh, to Patino and to the rest of the pen. Um, so it was a player prop for me. Uh, Oh. McLanahan struck out, yeah, he struck out seven uh Orioles um last week. Auckland are sixth in MLB uh for strikeout percentage. They're striking out 26% of the time. So uh they'll want uh, the race will want McClanahan to go deep. McClanahan will have to go deep uh, just to protect some of this bullpen. Uh and while he's doing that, the years will keep striking out. Um so it was a it was an over on the McClanahan strikeouts for me. Dylan, what do you think of that?
1: I like it, actually. And I do think they're going to need him to go a few extra innings this time around, especially since Athletics put, what, nine, ten runs on the board on them yesterday? Yeah, it was. So, yeah, for me, though, nothing here I really like. I don't like either price on both teams. My line on the total is 8.3. So I saw it open up at eight and a half. So I'm seeing seven and a halves now. So... I guess that would be my lean. I would lean under. It's just seven and a half. I I, I do like McCallahan on the mound. I I agree with everything you said. I think he's a guy that could give you five scoreless innings, maybe six. But it's hard to trust that Montez won't get lit up again. He got lit up his first start. So it's hard to put my faith in a guy like that. So I, I don't want no part of the ace. And I guess if I did have to make a play, I would do under seven and a half.
0: Fair enough. Um, like that, Dylan. Uh, next up, uh, another good game: uh, the Toronto yeah. Blue Jays and the New York Yankees. I'm sure the Blue Jays were delighted to get that win uh, last night. Oh, this, yeah. is gonna a, this is going to be this is going to be a running saga uh, between these two teams this season. Uh, we have uh, Jose Berríos. Um, and his 108 ERA uh, on the back for <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> and uh Garrett, I, I had to check the decimal place, wasn't in the in the wrong in the wrong uh, place earlier on, but no, it's definitely 108. Um and Garrett Cole uh, is on the hill for the New York Yankees. This is his 705 Eastern first pitcher. Toronto plus money, plus 115. Uh the New York Yankees are minus 132 over or under of eight and a half. Um Dylan, what's the answer to this?
1: So I faded the Yankees. As you know, I took uh, the Blue Jays as the first game uh, of the series. I'm on the Yankees tonight. I'm going to find myself on the Yankees again tomorrow. I actually really like the spot for Garrett Cole at home. I think the bats start to wake up a little. I know they got shut out yesterday. I think they come out tonight and come out tomorrow, especially Jose Barrios. I think that might have been his worst start of his his whole career. He couldn't even get out of the first inning. He gave up four runs on three hits. He walked two batters. So I, I just can't trust him against a Yankee lineup that at any moment, Could come out and give you seven, eight runs, especially in that short porch and right field. So I I have to see Jose uh, pitch a little better for me to back him ever again. So I'm going to be on the Yankees in this spot. I got him at minus 122. Right now they're at a minus 137. That would be my buying point, though. If it gets higher than that, I see value in the Blue Jays because I valued them at plus 135. So if you're getting that, I might see myself on the Orioles, on the Blue Jays, excuse me, but I I was able to punch the Yankees in at minus 122.
0: Yeah, I have similar feelings, Dylan. I've taken the Yankees team total tonight. Uh, But tomorrow, like you say, Berrios uh, got one out uh, last week. Uh, Garrett Cole wasn't particularly good either, though, however, which Mm -hmm. um, is is going to... point towards what I'm going to take. Um, the, that 3-0 game last night, I think that is the outlier. Um, I don't think you're going to get many of those low-scoring games. Um, Cole gave up three earned runs um, on four hits in four innings uh, with, with his start last week. And he only struck out three in that time. He still doesn't look right to me. and We don't know if it's a sticky stuff hangover or what, um, but he still, <coughs> he still doesn't look quite right. Um, and like you say, the the Yankees bats aren't going to be that quiet for long. So um, uh, over eight and a half, I thought was a great play. Um, like mm-hmm. I said that three nothing to me was an outlier. Um, it's not going to be a regularly low-scoring uh, matchup this uh, between these two teams this season. So they're going to go hammer and tongs at it. Uh, so I was happy to take the over eight point five. Yeah. Uh, like let that. me tell you, uh, when we have these winners tomorrow, Dylan, we can sit back and relax with a Coors light. Uh, best way to celebrate a couple of winning bets on the baseball. Uh, if you've had a long day, if you're always switched on, work, friends, family, etc., or you're sweating bets like we do here on the MLB Gambling Podcast, when you need a moment to turn off and hit reset, reach for a Coors Light, which is the beer that's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that is made to chill. That's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and the cans turn blue when your beer is cold enough to drink. That way you always know when it's time to chill. Cracking open a Coors Light is perfect when you've had a busy day at work and you're looking to reset and relax and have a little bit of you time. So when you need to chill, need to take a second for yourself, reach for a Coors Light, get it delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart or by going to coorslight.com slash SGP. That's KUASlike.com SGP. Remember to always celebrate responsibly. KUAS Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Okay, we're flying through these games, Dylan. And every time we handicap a game, it makes me slightly more confident that we're going to win as well, uh, which is good. 7.05pm uh, Eastern Time, Milwaukee Brewers and the Baltimore Orioles. Um Corbin Burns um, goes for Milwaukee. John Means goes for Baltimore. So it's another SP1 matchup, second time through for these boys. Brewers on the money line are minus 185. Baltimore are plus 160. Uh, over or under of eight. Um, now you can't take the Brewers at the moment. Uh, they are pretty close to going at the timeout. For me, we occasionally on the MLB gambling podcast we put a team in timeout. Uh, and Brewers, and Brewers are edging towards the naughty step. Um, yeah, they got turned over by the Orioles last night and got turned over uh, two to nothing. So um, I went to the Burns Keys last week and I messed that up. Um, so I did consider another another k prop which I just gave out with McLanahan um, because of that. Uh sorry, the, the Baltimore Orioles are I think they're second in MLB. Uh they've got a 20 point, 29.9% strikeout rate. Uh so yeah, second in MLB in uh in K's. So I think Burns could maybe um ramp up his case. That was disappointing last week. He normally strikes out more than that. Um the over-under is 7.5 though. And this is a bit like um if you're Handicapping in an NFL game. Um, when you get a large spread and a low total, it makes you want to take the underdog because um, there's not going to be that many points scored. For me, this being at 7.5, we're not expecting many runs to be scored. And like I say, you can't you can't rely on the Brewers at the moment. They're kind of in time. The bats might wake up, they might score 10 runs, they might prove us wrong. But with this total being so low, I think you had to take the Orioles at plus 160. Um so yeah, this might be a clue towards my dog pick at the end. Um, I just thought in a very tight game, the Orioles with the value. Uh, they, they are going to win 50-odd games this year, and a lot of them are going to be with John, John Means uh, on the hill. So yeah, why not tomorrow?
1: Yeah, uh, actually at Winbet, Malcolm, I'm seeing eight pop up. So if you're able to grab an eight under, I like that play as well. Oh, okay, But Another one where I'm on the same side. I see value in the Orioles. Mean <laughs> John Means is on the mound. The the Brewers, like you mentioned, they've been struggling, especially at the top of their lineup. They don't really have any power hitters. And I'm really afraid Christian Yelich might not be the guy they thought when they signed him. So that's very worrisome for me. I needed a plus 156 to be on the O's, and I I got a plus 165 over at Win Bet. So I I, re- I really see value here and I might take a swing uh, as my dog of the day as well with the Orioles.
0: Oh, the double dog. The double dog is back. Um, okay, <laughs> last, game, last game of the 13 is the Seattle Mariners at the Chicago White Sox, um, which is a 7-10 Eastern first pitch. Um, two lefties go to the hill here. Uh, Robbie Ray for the Seattle Mariners. And Dallas Keuchel for the Chicago White Sox. Um, I only have run lines. Uh, sorry, only have a money line. Uh, so maybe you could pad this out a little bit, Dylan. I've got Seattle at minus 110 and Chicago at minus 108. Uh, can you see anything else where you are?
1: Yeah, I have over under at nine. And right now <clears throat> the I'm looking at Wim Bet and the Seattle Mariners are a minus 106 favorite. White Sox are a minus 104. Underdog and at plus one and a half with the White Sox is at minus 165, and the run and a half with the Mariners is at plus 135.
0: Okie doke. Um, do you want to give us uh, give us your handicap?
1: Yeah, so as the when the line opened up, I the Mariners actually opened up the underdog. I was able to snag a plus one oh one over at Win Bet with the Mariners. Another line I just really don't understand. Robbie Ray as an underdog. I get he's going up against a good White Sox team, but are, are we really sure Dallas Keuchel should open up as the favorite against the Cy Young Ward winner? I, I don't. <laughs> so he didn't have the best season last year. He's making his debut tomorrow, but he had a 5.2 ERA. And the one time he went against the Mariners, they hit him pretty well. And they got better, in my opinion, from last year. So this is just another spot where I, I, got, I was able to get plus money on the better pitcher and the better, uh, maybe not better team, but the better pitcher in this spot. So, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, I'll also be looking for the first five money line with the Mariners when the lines open up. Um, if, you, if they're giving me plus a half a run with the Mariners, I'm going to be on that as well. I have the Mariners favored up to a minus 115. So even at a plus 106, minus, one, uh, minus 110, I'm going to be on the Mariners and Robbie Ray.
0: I just got a little no-hitter alert on my phone there. Uh, Cleveland yeah. leads Cincinnati 4-0 and Shane Bieber uh, with a potential no-hitter. That's normally the sign uh, for someone to stroke one uh, into the, in the centre field. The, the no-hitter is normally the jinx sign. Um, yeah, Robbie Ray was uh, excellent last week. Um, seven innings, uh, one earned run. Little uh, alarm bell that he Gave up four walks, because that has always been the issue with Robbie Ray. Um, and he stopped that last year, all of a sudden. Uh, but there was four last week, so that may be something just to keep an eye on. Um, Dallas Keitel, 9-9 nine and nine last year with a 5.2 ERA. Uh, eight innings for the White Sox. Um, 30 starts. Uh, but that's about it. Uh, uh, a whip of 1.53. Uh, which is yeah. a very, very high number. Uh, so we put ducks on the pond, and yeah, you're right, the Mariners have got pair. This was, I could have, I wanted to bet loads of things in this. I had all the options. Um, I like the Mariners at minus 110, same as you. Um, however, uh, the White Sox can be potent. Uh, so this again, this, this could have been 7 6 or something. Uh, so I got to the Mariners team total. Um, because, like you say, the Mariners could hit that and still lose the game. So, I mean, I wanted to make sure I, I got the I got the right pick, and this seemed like the most reliable one to me. Uh, so, the Mariners
1: team total to me. Do you Do you have a number for that, uh, Dylan? Team total? No, I would I would put my team total around maybe like a four point five, four point six. So, yeah. if I'm able to get a four on four over, I like that.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so the Mariners team total. Uh, was my pick there. Um, Okey-doke then, right. We will take one more little break before we do our lock and dog for the end of the show. Uh, we've, uh, we've handicapped those games beautifully, succinctly. Uh, another new sponsor here on the MLB Gambling Podcast is Athletic Greens uh, and their AG1 supplement uh, with one delicious scoop of AG1 you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery focus, and aging where hey, all the things it costs you less than three dollars a day. You're investing in your health. It's cheaper than your cold brew habit. eg one supports better sleep quality. And recovery in Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune support in vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. That's athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Right then, Dylan, it is that time. We've been chugging along okay. The spreadsheet's filled with little green wins uh, on our show notes uh, with the locks and dogs. Uh, You can hit lead-off. I've had enough grief for being a lead-off hitter on Twitter uh, of all you characters (laughs) this week. Uh, So you can hit lead-off. Give us your lock and your dog, Dylan. Come on, Warren.
1: I actually did lead-off when I did play baseball, so I don't mind uh, leading the team off. I will start with my lock and I, I think we're getting a discounted price on the Cubs against a really poor pirate team. I think I, Hendricks on the mound, I favor him and I faded him. I, the first game, I can't do that again. So I'm going to take the Cubs on the money line as my lock of the night or the day, since it's starting in the day and my dog of the day, we touched on it. I'm going to take a shot in the win with the Orioles. John Means on the mound. I think the Brewers continue to struggle. And they pushed the porch back in left field over at uh, Camden Yard. So it is a little tougher to hit home runs in that ballpark. So at plus 165, I think we're getting a really good price on a good pitcher in John Means, who I think can have success against this lineup who's struggling. So give me the Orioles on the money line. Okay.
0: Um- well, I will, uh, I'll co-sign that. Then we'll go double dog, Dylan. Um, I will take the Orioles at plus 160. Um, yeah, the, the Orioles are going to win 60 games at some point this year. Uh, yeah, and why not tomorrow with a star pitcher on the mound against a team who were in a bit of a funk. Um, a plus 160 looks perfectly acceptable bet to me. Um, so happy to, happy to take the double dog. And for my luck, um, I'm going to go back to that Houston run line. I just think... If you play this game twenty times, eighteen times, Houston are going to be at least one and a half runs better uh, than the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's pretty straightforward. Um, and the uh, uh, Fran Valdes is pitching really, really well. Merrill Kelly's okay, but like I say, that mm-hmm. that Diamondbacks uh, pitching stuff. I'll be interesting to see what happens today. Um, because yeah, they're kind of all over the place. The bad guys trying to come in uh, and make spot starts and, and long relief, um, and it's a little bit uh, befuddled over there as well. But regardless, even if Merrill Kelly uh, can go five or six, and then the uh, the D-backs bullpen can be still fairly um, reliable, the, the Astros are more than one and a half runs better than them. This could be it, it could be a, yeah. a, a four one or something like that. Uh, if even if the d dive- the Diamondbacks don't get blown out, uh, so yeah, minus one hundred five on the Houston run line uh, for me there, and that is it. That is a, a beautiful tight thirteen game uh, handicap from me and Dylan.
1: Uh, confident, Dylan? Oh, I'm. Whatever it's me and you, Malcolm, on the pot. I'm very confident. <laughs> Last time we, I think we had a really good record when it was just you and me. So we're we're in a line with a lot of these same plays. So I'm I'm very confident.
0: So what you're saying is those other boys are holding us back.
1: Yeah. It's hard to hold everyone <laughs> up, you know?
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah. I had to, I said, I'd mentioned on last night's, but I had to adjust my um, system on tally side because I was just scattergun in everything, which is the, that's what we decided to do last season was just fire. Uh... And you can't. And then you boys, all of a sudden were being all very picky and choosy and Uh, posting your stats with all your winning number so I've had to I've had to (laughs) pair mine down because I refuse to be shown up and I don't want to get left behind Uh, so I'm being a lot more uh, a lot more selective over the last couple of nights Um, thank you everybody for listening Uh, we hope you have loads of fun and winning bets here Um, as usual if you can like rate, review anywhere you get your podcasts. I use Google Podcasts for mine, uh, but we're on Spotify and iTunes and all good podcast outlets. Uh, the SGPN app, uh, as always, is outstanding, a great source of everything you need to know. Um, the Moonaf and the boys have got the NBA basketball going. Um, I've got some more horse racing coming up. Uh, the USFL start, Now I know nothing about that, but I'm here for it. Uh, so the USFL Gambling podcast starts soon. Um, yeah, all sorts of things. So, yeah, have a look at the website. Our picks are embedded on there. Um, the nightly DFS game in DraftKings uh, is it's normally a 2 or $3 when it takes all game. So if you have a look on Twitter or get in the Slack channel over at SGP as well. Um, and, yeah, we did it, Dylan. Thank you very much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, at some point, some of the boys will be back, some combination of everyone will be back. Uh, before the weekend to handicap the Thursday and Friday games. Uh, And I'll be back at some point over the weekend too. So, yeah, Uh, thanks everyone for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure and we will see you down the road. Cheers.